All right, I think it should be calm now. But yeah, as I was saying, I hope you're moving that much closer to your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and aspirations. As usual, if you ain't got health, you're dead. So I hope you've all got your mental health, physical health, spiritual health, by God's grace, you know, abundance of blessings financially as well, people, which indirectly plays a part in your mental and physical health um, and things like that. Hope you've all had a good week. Hope you're all having a positive week. Start to the weekend and I hope you all have a good weekend and things like that. Please hit the like button on your way in. Appreciative to everybody that checks out all of my content, that everyone that was on my 10 a.m. Twitch stream and actually my live stream for AFCON the day before or the, the night before. And obviously everyone who's there this morning, one love to you lot. In relation to my next Twitch stream, I'm going to do an AFCON watch along for the final, you know, Egypt and Senegal, Mane versus Salah. That's going to be done on Sunday when it's the final. Um, I'm playing football manager at 4 today obviously make sure you're following me on twitch because you can see the live streams i did with mo Hader, with my guy jowls and big graham from aftv three solid guests you know again they're only on my channel because i rate them really you know and i really respect their opinions i really you know jowls said some interesting talking points the way graham thinks and his thought process is crazy you know the way mo moves is mad so you know when they link up with me it's going to be fantastic content and i'm in the process of putting them on youtube and clipping them up but if you want to see these things when they happen twitch is your place people you know that's where you need to be i'm not going to keep to it i am going to keep telling you but yeah man i hope everyone's doing well and safe man but yeah man, you appreciate everyone in there in there he told me i'm muted and things we're back now man we're back we're back we're back we're back we're back that was it that was fucked but yeah i hope everyone's doing well and safe man hey look at it no sound mate no sound mate no sound i appreciate that man now you lost your shine at the guy appreciate it you know, who would have thought so many people want to hear the, the guy's voice, man? But yeah, as I said, I hope everyone's doing well and safe. I hope everyone's got their health. I hope everyone's had a progressive week, having a progressive week and can go and enjoy what they've got left, man. You know, and things like that. But yeah, obviously, any talking points you want to discuss, feel free. But Aubameyang versus Arteta, hopefully it's the end of it. And when I say the end of it, clearly it's not the end of it, you know. There's the truth. There's what Aubameyang actually thinks. There's what Arteta actually thinks. And then there's actually what happened. I don't think Arteta is fully cleaning it. I definitely don't think Aubameyang is fully cleaning it. Either way, it's a sad ending. You know, it's a sad way of ending. I don't think this was a possibility anyone would have foresaw, like, what, two years ago when he signed this deal. Football changes in it. And when Aubameyang, you know, for Aubameyang, I, I think a lot of people are making a lot out of what Aubameyang has said, you know, and saying he's he's super entitled and things like that. I don't know what people want him to say. Do you want him to keep being messy about Arteta? Him, you know, for example, you know, again, we're going to get into it, but things that are making the headline is he's saying it's an Arteta problem, basically, not his. But we know that. 
he wouldn't have signed the new deal if he wasn't comfortable in London, comfortable with the fan base. His fans weren't comfortable. He's clearly comfortable at the training ground, late, but comfortable, comfortable with the team. The only problem is him versus Arteta, rightly or wrongly. So I don't I don't understand how that made so much, so much noise and things like that. I don't know, man. A man said, D yo, DG. I hope you're good. Thought you got hacked on Twitter tweeting Arteta. Why can't I tweet Arteta? I believe in Arteta. But that's where my belief goes. I support Arteta because he's our manager. But so my support doesn't mean, right, man, really think I got hacked. My support doesn't mean I'm going to condone BS. You know, I want my gaffer to do well. I support Arsenal. Like, so if he's moving iffy, there's a lot wrong with him. There's a lot right, you know. I ain't got no allegiances to the guy. I like what he's doing. I like some things he's doing. I hate some things he's doing. You know, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'll give the manager and any players my support and my respect. But yeah, man, if I said Arteta out, no one would have batted an eyelid. Bro, look at my guy. Even Shout out, Relly Run. Make sure you're taking him in on Spotify. Brother, you talking about football now? Allow me, man. Hey, man. I'm trying to think about the bag as well, man. Arsenal need to employ me, but so when I just gonna get me all tech thing. Which is brazy, man. And I'm vexed, man. Sorry, people. Off topic, man. Tried to get some skilly bang tickets. They're gone. Violations. Sorry, people. You lot make sorry. That Arteta comment. It just made, I'm just started getting flashbacks of of the FA Cups of Aubameyang and all the L's we've taken. Man, you lot are triggering something deep in my memory. <laughs> it was crazy. If you were the manager and just for argument's sake you had a slight punch up with Aubameyang, what would you have done in the situation? Well, I can't lie, man. Football's a high testosterone environment, man. Like me, I always try and integrate. If we said what we said, we leave it for the birds, in it. I'm not gonna keep it against you, but it all depends the severity on what you've done. If he, if Arteta feels Abamian is undermining him in whatever he's doing, then by all means, you've got to kill it. I'm not calling him a virus, but you've got to stop the virus before it spreads and and whatnot. I do like the hard line approach Arteta Sweet does, but as you know, there has to be balance. You can't do the Wenger thing where you condone a lot. You can't do the, the Jose thing, which Arteta is doing, where you're just alienating players. There needs to be a middle ground. And to be fair with him, you know, as much as Arteta gets a lot of criticisms for how he's handled Aubameyang, and I just think historically, not so much this season, historically he hasn't handled him the best. Guendouzi, Saliba and all these things. I think people hit the guy over the head with unnecessary sticks where not applicable, but it does worry you because you can't always do this. You know, you can't always do all of this stuff. You know, you can't always take the hard line approach. You can't always just rub players out. And obviously if Aubameyang was scoring goals... I don't know if that would have been done. You know, one day it's going to be a player that we're needed. And obviously the good players, the Mavericky players, typically they come with some sort of chip around their shoulder, on their shoulder. So you have to learn to be a bit more diplomatic and things. Obviously, when the club clearly have betted on you more than they've betted on Aubameyang, you know, you're going to get a new deal. You've got a good relationship with the Cronkies. You can make these sort of decisions. Maybe that's the luxury that Emre couldn't be afforded because he was kind of treading on, on eggshells sort of thing. If that makes sense. Bro, rate me, please. Come on, man. Big up to me. Man said, do I listen to Skilly? It's been more Skeng in the last few days. You get me? Skeng needs to come to London still. You get me? If Skeng comes, I'll have to get a ticket. Are you mad? Crazy. 
I wouldn't need, but but the thing is, there's been times where he showed good management with our, with Aubameyang. You know, he's playing Aubameyang when the world didn't want him to play, and it looks like the, the, he really lost faith in him when, when he started pissing about. And it's like, all right, cool, you're not giving. It felt like the example of you know in the workplace there might be a worker who you know it's just you know it just just moved just a, just a nightmare to work with. I'm not saying Aubameyang was just a, or, or a difficult character to work with, and not necessarily the most quote unquote professional just for this argument. But if they're getting results, obviously in a footballing sense, that's Aubameyang scoring goals. If the the guy in the office is getting results, you know he's he's winning pitches, he's drawing up clients, and he you know he, he's you know if he's a stock trader, he's 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 selling the options and stuff. What can you tell him? The minute he carries on with that attitude and the results aren't followed, you don't have to tolerate and it and it, and it makes things easier, really and truly. I would say one thing that scares me with Arteta, it feels like there's no way back in. Once you do the mad thing, like you saw with Ozil, Gwendozi and Abamian, that's it. And, you know, what if, I don't think so, but what if Ramsdale and you have a bust up? And obviously, if the situation was different, Arsenal were challenging for things, you can't really cut off your nose to spite your face, which we kind of have. Any other manager that there's a bit of pressure on their job and it's a results-driven business, they have to get somebody in, whether the club tried or not, or do the loan thing, or maybe, not that I'm saying it's the best thing, keep about keep, keep, keep Bamiyan. You know, and one thing I like about Bamiyan, for someone that's called a money grabber, bad attitude, all this tosh, you know, took himself with his own money to fly over there, forced Arsenal to get the move done, foregoed a lot of his finances, you know, and probably a nice little loyalty bonus. It's crazy, man. It just feels, you know, again, especially if you're going to go to where Arsenal want to go to you and you're going to get these mavericky talents, you have to know how to handle them, really and truly. And I just feel because of the unique position Arsenal's in, he can afford to do that. I don't think this you could be, you'd have to play the game a bit. Potential players will be influenced by Arteta's treatment of his players. Of course, that's something. But I would say, in Arteta's defence, I don't know what the players are thinking. At other times, when it was Ozu and stuff, you could tell that it was a bit of a dark cloud over the players. You could see some players supported it. Some players kind of didn't condone it. Some players looking at him a bit funny, you know. That still might be happening now. But for me, it looks like, thingy, hit the like button if you haven't. It looks like, OK, we're vexed with Aubameyang or whatever, but, you know, that's a conversation to have off the field or when training's done and it's nothing to do with us. We've got something to go with. So I I, I do think Arsenal have assist the situation and with the club looking healthier, maybe that's made it easier and things. Aubameyang, you know, you saw the tributes pouring in yesterday. So that might be something, man. I mean, we spoke about that 180 million stuff yesterday. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, that's only 30 million more than we spent last year. But as I keep saying, you can spend that, but it's about spending rightly by the right players. You know, arguably it's the players that we've had less um, expectations on that have gone on and done the things really. You know, 16 million pound Tommy Asu, 6 million Martinelli. I'm not going to say people didn't rate Tierney because they did rate him. We knew about his thing at Celtic, but 20 odd million there. You know, Gabriel, 20 odd million. You know, Ramsdale were 30. You know, and then you look at it, Xhaka, Pepe, Lacazette, that's over 100 million on them players. You know, that's arguably the transfer budget, respectfully. Them players are hot and cold. I love Partey, but throw Partey into that mix as well. You know, when we spent big, whether it's been the players not doing enough, we've not built the team around them, we don't really know what we're doing. And I feel the last two centre mids we brought in, in Lokonga and Partey, for Lokonga, we, you know, we have to overpay him now and we can't really help. You know, he's, he just has to fail fast. You know, we can't spare his blushes and things because of that. I don't think we've ever had a partner for Partey. That's the only luxuries I'll give them. I feel there's been a lot of problems. I just feel, in short, when we spent outlays, we haven't got the right players. So it's about the right players, whether it's a pound or 60 million. 
Bro, how much times is a man gonna spam the same comment? I mean, it's all about it, you know, you have to force the culture naturally. That's what one thing I like about Arteta, and again, it's all about balance. Sometimes it goes over the top. He's not afraid to make his mark. And I think a bit of that is because he's, he's reinforced upstairs. He's got some sort of security. You should have job security, but I think probably too much. And he, he can kind of do this. But I don't think it's one where you can just look at any of them, man. Low profile, I don't know what you're talking about there. Ben White, 50 million. To be fair, Ben White, the jury's still out on Ben White for 50 mil, but he's doing all right. Again, when you pay 50 million, you know, I'm, I, you got to do a bit more, but he's doing all right. You know, I wouldn't say he's been a success or a failure. He's fitting in right now. And that's the only asterisk because of the price tag, really. That was the first summer we've actually spent peas and you could see why the money was spent in it. You could see why you were buying tools in it. Really? Arteta is definitely a problem because of his stubbornness and ego. And I mean, that's something he's going to have to change as a manager. You're going to need to know how to play the game. But I just feel it all... I'm not saying you lot. And again, I know there's people without vested interest. I just feel there's a lot of people who, you know, don't like Arteta. So he can do no right. There's a lot of people that, you know, unnecessary fanboys just for some reason, rather than being fans of the club. So they'll support anything he does, you know, to the point where we're cheering on wages. Yeah, you get applauds for cheering on wages. But when Juventus are getting cut, making cutbacks, no one's saying anything. You know, half these teams are selling players on big wages. Only we're consoling ourselves with that and overcompensating. The most thing that, the, the thing that scares me the most is... I'm not going to lie, the technical director, Edu, because I, I I think it's a very unique position to have an inexperienced technical director and a manager, and arguably the fact that the technical director, that could be the biggest issue. What you do off the field correlates to and impacts to what we do on it. How we perform on it affects us off it, really, really and truly. And I don't have faith in his ability to pull rabbits out the hat. I feel it's a unique position to have two novices. You either have a novice manager and an experienced technical man or a novice technical man and a manager that might be able to work a bit of magic. I think it's very scary, man. You should only be arrogant if you actually know what you're doing, which Arteta don't. Now, I hear that, but to be devil's advocate, respectfully, you're on YouTube saying that, you know, Bakayo Saka, Martinelli... Lacazette, uh, Smith-Rowe, Xhaka. I know some of these, you know, no one's going to say any different, but if they're all calling him a tactical genius and rating him tactically, and you're here, you know, they're footballers and we're here and you're here on YouTube. I don't, you know, it is where it is really and truly. It don't really correlate, man. I can see Arteta falling out with Martinelli sooner or later. I wonder how the fan base is going to react then. What gives you that? Why Martinelli? I'm not saying it can't happen. Yeah, players did violate under Emre. But the thing is, I'm not with Arteta's side. I'm not with Aubameyang's side. I'm just disappointed in both of you. Disappointed that Aubameyang couldn't remain being captain, get his 100 goals and be, you know, what it was said in the in, in when he signed the new deal in the comments. And I'm disappointed in Arteta. I'm disappointed that it's got to this. I'm disappointed that there was no resolution. I'm disappointed in, in you and Edu because for whatever reason, I, listen, you can do your thing in the summer. If we do not score a goal, which we have more red cards than goals in 2022, no one's going to care about that, that there's no resolution, you know. And I just feel we're allowed to make these sort of decisions rightly or wrongly is because there's no real pressure on people's immediate jobs and people are cosy with the board. Again, I'm just disappointed in what's going on. Very disappointed, if I'm honest with you. The senior players who have left falling out with Arteta. Again, there's there's truth in that. But Bamian wasn't saying that last year. You know, 
Ozil was loving him and then something changed. Guindosi was loving him and then violated. You know, what other senior players are there? Uh, listen, Mustafi, Socrates, them and they are irrelevant. One thing I would say, though, is why a man so desperate to leave, really? Like, you know, you told William we're going to win Champions League, we're going to do all of this, and then you bust out, you know? And there's still the ratio. Not that I'm, I, I just like the truth, you know? There could be all of these players, you know? But there's more players that are probably fucking with Arteta and saying, gassing his thing than players that are criticising him. So no matter how much you might love him or hate him, we can't argue with facts. You know, we can't. Only positive I like is there's no more player power. There 100% is player power, broski. I wouldn't say we're over there. 100% there's still player power. Player power is a thing at every club. Who do you think have been the key influences behind Arteta's playing style? A bit similar to Pep's, but quite different. Don't think it's nothing like Pep's beyond the obvious. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. I could sit there and say Pep. I could say Bielsa. You know, you've played under Wenger. So that must have played a thing. You come up, come up under La Masia and you're a Spaniard. There's a way of looking at football. Um... That you know, there's a there's there's a way of football there. Could have been that. Could be David Moyes. Beautiful jacket. Come on, Brazil. Six times, uh, six times getting patterned. 2022. When that, that's getting another star, bro. Trust me. Hit the like button if you haven't. Denver, get on to the man saying there's only 57 likes. Bigger violation than our transfer window. Not even Chambers. But come on, man. Who is Chambers, bro? <laughs> Bell notifications done me dirty. I hope I didn't miss much. Now nah, you haven't really. Well. I don't know, really. Even you ain't missed much, I would say. But yeah, man, let's actually get into all of this sort of stuff, man. This Saka, this Abamian, and all of these other things, man. Keep your opinions and whatnot coming, man. I just think this situation is one you can't... If you do not have much time for Arteta, you cannot look at it with that lens or you're just going to tend towards anything against him. You know, it's even the Saliba thing. Do I think Saliba should have got opportunities? Am I disappointed with the reactive nature excluding him going on loan to Marseille that I've seen? But do I think there's a... Do I think Saliba could be feel a bit alienated, of course, but do I think there's a bust-up? No, I think that's another one where fans are leeching to hit him over the head. In the, in the same sense, I think of fans find positives where there's none. There is no positives with Aubameyang leaving. There's no real positives. We're weaker up front. He hasn't got to be the legend he wanted. Fans ain't got to say goodbye. We haven't brought in a striker in any capacity. Not that he's been scoring. We've got a thin squad. There's no winners. We, yeah, we've saved some wages, but there's no winners. There's no winners. We've just got out of a situation. There's no winners, got positively and negatively. There's no winners. Probably a Bamian because you've somehow, you know, got some peas and you've got a decent deal at Barca, if I'm honest with you. But there's no winners, let's be honest. But according to what side you fuck with, is where it's gonna come with, and it's and it and it's crazy, man. Like we can't overcompensate, man. But just before we carry on, I'm seeing some good comments. I hate how we've just been loaning and giving away players. It seems to me Josh doesn't care about making profits on players bought over three years ago. He's just clearing out the now money. Very reactive what we're doing, you know. People, you can't lack balance, but I mean, I, we call for balance, Alfonso. But again, football is very tribal. Certain people can't remove their hate. You know, some players, I, I sit here and some of my comments, they tell me I'm a sympathizer for this player and that player. And I'm like, do you know I fucking hate that player? Do you know I hate them in it? I just can't cap if on on a name if I can't believe I can't say what I don't believe. What do you think of this summer? I think if we get it wrong, we'll be talking about another rebuilding three, four years time as we do. Or if we get it right, we'll be talking about a title challenge. I don't know about no title challenge. You need to show me you can consistently, you can, you know, you need to show, to, to have a title challenge. There's so many things you need to do, or you know, be consistent, you know. 
you need to be able to look at your squad and say, who's going to get me goals? Who's getting me clean sheets? Who's going to be consistent in the middle of the park? If this guy gets injured, who can do a job? You need to be able to rate your first 11. Have a first 11, by the way. First 11, a squad, con certain consistencies. Obviously, people lose games and problematic things happen. But I need to see consistency. I need to see how good you are at your worst. You know, City slugged a bit of luck against us respectfully, but they slugged it through. Them sort of things there. Because the bar's on the floor. I shouldn't be able to... I, I rate Tomiyasu, but to use him as an example... It's not like the bar was the big... I, I Listen, the minute I saw he could pass a ball forward and tuck in, I was rating this thing. You know, we need to move away from play, praising players from doing the basics, praising players for showing fight, desire, hunger, because we've been starved of it, you know. Players should always be on it. You don't get you don't you don't you don't get brownie points for that. There's a lot of things that need to be done. The title challenge myth. Unless we do a Leicester thing, that's a myth. You know that is a myth. And this club is showing you they don't really want to exaggerate the process. I think they're scared to get top four. Any other team, for whatever reason, I'm not saying the star names. You could have brought in you know guys that you've scouted. Any other team that's fight that sees that fourth place up for grabs. I'm not saying they're not fighting for it. They bring in players. They bring in a centre middle. They bring in a striker to lift this thing a bit. Lift this thing a bit. I think we're we're looking at it. We're two points off fourth. We're in and amongst the top six. We've got 17, 18 games left. We play one game in February. We're just assuming we're going to get top six, and it's very dangerous when you meet meet a ceiling. You know, we're not City and Liverpool to say we don't go beyond this point. We need to keep looking at fourth. You know, shoot for the stars so we can land in a decent place. But title challenge, that's a myth, man. You worried about squad morale at this moment? DG seems like Arsenal's a low-key toxic place at the moment. No, I can't lie. I had unpopular opinion. Obviously, things can change. I actually think there's a lot of togetherness in that group. I actually think there's a lot. I just think the, the problem is we're pussyholes. When it comes down to doing this thing, there's issues, you know? So, I actually think they are galvanised. I actually do think they're together. I do think, you know, I, one thing I've liked, as I said earlier, the Ozil situation, many, that would have played a part. For me, it looks like the Aubameyang situation is irrelevant. Players are keeping it going, really. Arteta can't deal with personalities. I agree, but to be fair, we don't know. How do we know that they might not be star players, but how do we know Martinelli's not a difficult character? How do we know, not just him, anyone? We don't know anything, you know? We know what we're told, allegedly, and I agree with you for what it's worth. But yeah, man, I do think Arteta is a bit of a control freak and maybe as he gets a bit more experience, he realises that you have to be a bit more diplomatic. You can't always take a hard line approach and you have to deal with people a certain way. It did look at times like there's one rule for one and next rule for others. But yeah, I wouldn't say morale's low. I mean, again, he has to want to make amends, Francis. You're right. He should be able to make amends. You know, he made amends with Xhaka. And again, but you, should, you are under no mandate if he's done with Aubameyang. Because for me, it feels like it was, from Arteta's side, it feels like it was a shore that broke the camel's back. But I hear you. And I, I just said, that's what scares me. You know, because we're going to sit here and one minute it's Ozil, then it's Gwendozi, then it's Aubameyang, who nobody saw coming, you know, form or not, you know. Who's the next one? Saliba is ready, but people think he's perfect. He's going to learn a lot of mistakes, man. You know, his heading is going to get him in trouble until he improves that. Looking over his shoulder, sometimes he's a bit cumbersome. Things you'd expect of a 20-year-old. What we need to do is not pro proclaim my man as the Messiah. Just let man develop. They did it with Balogun. Then said he's, he's lacking. They did it with Smith, Rowe and Saka this season. It's, it's even fluctuated. What do you think is better to finish the season, Enketia and underperforming Aubameyang? Of course, I'd rather with Aubameyang. I'd rather someone that's been a has-been than someone that's never did it. 
and don't look like they'll ever do it. Respectfully to Eddie, I want you to go on and do well. You're only 22. Who was a Batman at 22? Who was Kane? Who was Vardy? I'm not saying he's going to ever be in these guys' names, but again, development. But I just, I just some man don't look levels, and uh, uh, Eddie looks like one of their man. He just don't look levels. He, any, he, you know, he's just falling on the floor. The technical ability is improving, you know, but it's not good enough. Doesn't offer enough, you know. Very cumbersome, meant to be a fox in the box, whether it's at Everton, whether it's... And I'm being harsh because it's not the only chances. When it's really time to put the ball in the back of the net for us, Everton can't do it, you know? And I don't understand what's going on there because as much as you waffle about you want to play Eddie, if I'm Eddie, you'd have to be an idiot to sign a new deal without some assurances or the bag because your last start in the league come in April against Everton, ironically. You've played 50 minutes in the Prem now. That's going to improve a lot. That's the thing, what's going on there? I mean, if you know, if you're not going to play for Arsenal, you're not going to play at Madrid immediately, are you, Saliba? Regardless of the rebuild, I mean, we need to stop and ask ourselves what we're saying, man. I don't know who GD is, you know. <laughs> I know what is that? They're the man that beefed the BDs. I don't, I don't know who GD is, but shout out to him, man. Saliba's got a very high ceiling, but potential is just potential. Today, you need to half this team has potential. You know, to be something. I'm not saying everyone's going to be world class. If Tavares wants to be a good left back, he's going to make mistakes. Lukonga is going to make mistakes. Saliba is going to make mistakes, and they're going to cost you points. I'm not saying that's if people need to realize that. Lukonga and Grendozi are two different players, man. Two very different players. I don't care what Lukonga says and what company said about Yaya Toure, bro. That man is a six. Grendozi's a box to box, can do the deep line, but box to box progressive midfielder. Two very different players. I feel the one thing that separates them is Grendozi's personality. Obviously, he was too big for his boots, ADHD, excitement. Lokonga's a bit, a bit shy, a bit of a pussycat, you know, a bit scared and that. You know, this is where we, you know, the penny will drop for Lokonga, but this is where I always tell you psychologically. It's like Jaden Sancho. I'm telling you, all the tactical things that we talk about United and we just spoke about on Twitch, the minute it, the penny drops mentally, do you know how many changes mentally have to be happened? Why do you think you saw Alexis score more goals as a false nine? Salah move inside, Raheem Sterling. Football is about thinking. You make better decisions, you get better results at all costs. Of course, man, have to get faster, stronger, etc. Emre gave us the FA Cup glory that Arteta claimed. I mean, did Emre lift it at Wembley? I mean, did Johnson, come on now. Come on, like, we can make points without that. that, that come on, like, we don't have to overstretch it. How? Obviously, he came in at a time where Emre, you know, the team was fractured and whatnot. But come on, man. What are you talking about? How can a man... You said claimed. The man we all saw in crystal clear HD, the man holding the FA Cup. Come on now. Be serious. Like, say the right things. Like, we can make points without extending it to lying. Like, it's a lie, isn't it? Like, how? Literally, it's a lie, bro. Was Emre... What was it? Was it... Did Emre... Did Arteta go into the change rooms and pull off a, a costume and it was actually Emre? Come on, man. It's not even about giving man breathing room. It's just about telling us to stop lying, bro. Like, make your point, but don't overdo it. And this is what I mean by on both sides of this Arteta thing. Man, make some comments that are not true, overdo it. Man, make some comments that overdo it. It's silly, man. I don't know why they put all their eggs in the Vlahovic basket. And to be honest, I never know if they did. Whether you wanted Vlahovic, all these guys, nothing came in. You didn't make no loans, nothing permanent. I can only deal with what's been said. Bro, Emre, I can't lie. Emre was shit and needed to go as well. Arteta's moving Buki. A lot of things Emre was got it getting killed for. Arteta has cut a lot of excuses for. We know this. A hundred percent. hundred percent.
Everyone, please stop spamming. Has anyone ever thought that perhaps Arteta is trying to curtail player power in a club like what is happening at United and Chelsea? I think it's a culture. You cannot stop player power, especially if you're going to be like this. You know, even City got player power. You know, you cannot stop player power. Player, player power is a problem in football. You know, the one thing that control, that scares me is Arteta needs to know that I can't control everything in life, personally. You can't micromanage everything, but this is what I hope a man learns. I hope he, when I, when I say learn, I hope he learns to the benefit of Arsenal, much like certain players. I don't want a man to be here and then he learns all these mistakes. He's like, okay, cool, I can, I'm ready to do the City thing now. Whatever, I've made all my, my mistakes here. See you, Arsenal, and we're not where we need to be. What is Cedric Suarez doing at the club? I don't know, man. Bro, might as well be. Do you know what? He's probably one of them man that they sent to the, to do the charity projects and sent to talking schools and uh, and them things there, man. Yeah, I'm the real Aubameyang, bro. Can't you see? Light skin, gold mohawk. Can't you see? This winter break is long, eh, mum? <laughs> maybe we, when we come back, maybe it won't be long enough. This is the third season Arteta is finishing as the manager of this club. How long can you... It's a results business. If you do not get Europa League football and you don't push for the Champions League, there should be question marks. Now, that's my thought. Do I think Arsenal are going to kill a man if he doesn't get top four? No. Do I think if he doesn't get top six, even though I think that should be the minimum? I don't necessarily feel it. I feel all he needs to do is a style of play... Keep blood in the young players and then that, that's it for him, in, in my opinion. Which, again, I don't think he's right because you're right. You know, man spent, for all the inherited mess, man has spent 200-odd million back-to-back -back eight finishes. As much as there's inherited problems, I do think, you know, Arteta gets a lot of praise for fixing his own mistakes, which I don't think he should necessarily. I think there's no balance when speaking about things. Of course they don't, but we're not City. They've got Pep, you know. You can't do the player, you know. You see it at PSG. PSG probably need a Pep, you know. You need a man that's larger than the players, if that makes sense. Pause, you know. They do have player power. Look, every week someone's crying at City. Someone wants to leave. The reality is they're just levels, you know. There's player power everywhere, you know. You just have to know to manage it. I don't know who will win AFCON, man. But we'll look at it. I mean, Aubameyang, come on now, he didn't win it single-handedly. Let's not cap. <laughs> last time I checked, it's not tennis. It's not boxing. And even them sports there, you don't win alone. You've got coaches. He never won it alone. He made, he got the glory. He played his own part, you know, a, a massive contribution. But there's 11 players there. You know, there's 11 players there and all the rounds getting there. Come on now. It's not making sense, is it? Respectfully. You lot say you're fans of the game. And you're saying you, you, you lot are making these these comments respectfully. It's not making sense. Literally, it's not. Anyways, away from all of that, though, man, let's get into some of this transfer business. As you know, as we all know, Bukayo Saka was going to get linked with City and Liverpool. You know, it's nice to it's nice to have, you know, it's nice to have players that are wanted by big clubs. Obviously, we knew with his contract speculation, they're going to want him. And why wouldn't they want him? 20 years of age can tie in long term. If I'm Saka, the thought of playing under Jurgen Klopp, the thought of playing under Man City would be amazing under those managers. 
You know, you look at the core English players, he's probably been on international duty with them. Liverpool, there's a couple of them. City, there's a couple of them. You could be part of it. Champions League football. And, you know, he probably could. I think it's agent talk and leveraging the interests and things like that of, of, of you know, the fact that we want to keep Saka and, you know, Klopp's a big admirer of him and Martinelli, City the same. Um, I don't think we have anything to worry about, but the reality is I don't know what Saka thinks, you know. Saka... Obviously, at one point, he's been that naive player. I'm playing for Arsenal. Now the penny's dropped. I want to play Champions League. You need to match everyone here's ambition, not just these two, just not just Smith Rowe, Saka and Martinelli, but incoming players, you know, because it's easy for them to say, in more so in Smith Rowe's case, I want to be at Arsenal for life and things. You can say that in your early 20s when you've been a Premier League footballer for basically a year, just a year and some change. When you've been a footballer for a few years, 25 years of age plus, playing for England and stuff, you're looking at things differently. This is the problem with this project. It can't be a project for the project's sake. Now, we're Arsenal. You know, players are going to leave. As much as I'd like Saka and Smith-Rowe to, to stay, I've I've come to terms that, you know, I believe in Saka. I believe in Martinelli. I believe in Gabriel. I believe in Odegaard. I think the big boys will come for you eventually. Don't let it be in vain. That's all I would say. And to be fair with you, if I was Saka, I would make sure I get some zeros on that deal. Because since I signed my last thing, I've become a serious done, really. You know, I don't think Saka is going to leave immediately like then. But, you know, tw um, you know, the, the 2020, his contract is 2024. What's that? Two years. You need to get it done. You know, you don't want him to leave for free and you need to convince him and see the project year one, year two, year three. And again, if I was anyone like Saka, again, not that I'm saying I would leave, but I was looking at the club like, oh, boy, we can get top four. We didn't bring no one in. Well, go on for this thing. How many of you have played Sunday League? And you see, um, you know, your brethren might sign for your team. You know, he's a bad boy striker and you're gassed, up, you're gassed and whatnot. Or a signing comes in and you're gassed. I think the club must be looking. Now, for the young players, you know, what I think Saka gets here is, you know, you do get scrutiny because, our full, unfortunately, our games are correlated with these young players doing well. But if you go to City and Liverpool, them and they're trying to win stuff. You know, look at Grealish. A lot of things Grealish used to do at Villa, no one said anything. But at City, everything, to the down to the way you breathe is thingy. You know, this is the belly of the beast, man. If you don't give the man ambition, if you don't give the man what they're worth, this is the issue. The only benefit that I have is at least you're not waiting till the last six months to get things done, you know. Really, really, really and truly. I right, moderators block some of these weird use, man. Mad weirdos are coming out of this thing. I don't think that's the 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 real Fabrice Mwamba, but nonetheless, he said, "Abamian is like Adebayo. When they need a contract, they're unplayable. Once they get, they've been a waste of space." Bit harsh. That can't be the real one. Martinez, I mean, Klopp loves our ballers, you know. Would you? He looks to his left and right. He's seeing them get dons like Morton and that. Of course, he's gonna love the Arsenal cheese. Of course. Of course. Too many other channels are slating Arteta with the transfer window plus a Bamian. The more balanced view is needed. Let's judge Arteta at the end of the season. I can't, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for anything else. Um, you know, you're right, judge him at the end of the season. But what that doesn't mean is just burying our heads in the sand and not praising and critiquing or just sat down right monitoring what we're seeing now. Okay, without the finishing, of course we wouldn't have won. But you know, we could say if Martinez wasn't saving any, if Martinez wasn't saving any shots, what would have happened? You know, if the defenders didn't do their job, what would have happened? If Tierney doesn't ping that ball, if we didn't play out from the back like you saw with Martinez all the way to Aubameyang, what would have happened? If Tierney doesn't punch that ball and get that assist in behind for Aubameyang in the FA Cup, what happens? D, I know you're a smart lad, but come on now. Football is a thingy. It's a, it's a team game. 
from the coaching staff to the 11 to the subs. It's not it's not an individual thing. There is no sport that's an individual thing. Even boxing, 100 metres, tennis, it's, yeah, it's one athlete, but they have a team. Anyone that thinks one single man is responsible for any success at any football club doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Come on now, man. Come on, don't let your agenda make you make you say nonsense, man. I love following Arsenal. I like following them, but yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, Fabrice. <laughs> One bar. DM me if you're real, man. Now, I ain't tried no but no 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 Somali food, but my brethren's always eating rice and banana. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm happy if see you though, because obviously. Saka could it would hurt, but Saka can leave with my blessing. You're a good player. Good teams want you. What can I say? You know, you know. At one point, we this like, maybe we are getting our Arsenal back because we used to have players that were wanted by good clubs. Now it's just shit, man. I think United get fooled, my guy. But yeah, man. Looking at this Saka thing, there's a bunch of publications and them things there. And if I was Saka and his agent, I'm leveraging all this interest and saying, "Boy, you know my client can run down this deal. He's an England international. We can get a hundred bags plus at Liverpool and 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 City. You know, at at Liverpool, he would tie in with to, if they get Carvalho, Harvey Elliott, Trent, Jota, Diaz. These guys that are early to mid twenties that are going to be there, whether Klopp's there or not, for the future at City. You know, there's you know you've got. A lot of players that are probably getting on a bit, but in theory, Bernardo Silva's not that old. Foden's a baby. Cole Palmer's a baby, you know. Sterling's got a number of years left. Grealish, he was a good friend of Saka, ain't got long, it got long left. And City are gonna bring in other men. So it would make sense. It would make sense to be part of them project. And I would leave as the interest. Every week, every year that this takes, boy, there's an issue. I hope Arsenal have a have a have a have an option. Apparently, this is a this is a, a, a key priority with a, a Mikel Arteta's contract. I, I, I think Saka's one should be a priority. I, you know, it's a results-driven business. Saka's brought results. He's even improved in terms of goals and assists. The others, I'm not too sure, man. The big two battle for Bakayo. Man City and Liverpool could move for Arsenal star Saka if Gunners fail to qualify for Champions League. I mean, Saka's no dickhead, you know. At the start of the year, Champions League was a myth. What would make me be open to leaving, admittedly, if I was Saka, if that I see that we're two points off fourth and we've, we've, really, we've really buckled it, really. You know, both could make a move if we fail to qualify for the Champions League. And you should, the 20-year-old should be interested in joining them, you know. I'd wait a season until you get a bit more refined than that. But again, you know, I would want to play at, under Pep. He will take, he would, everything you know about football, everything you think you learned at Halen, you know, it's changing, you know. It's absolutely changing, you know, with Pep. Klopp, why would you not want to play for Klopp and everything he's done, you know? Why would you not? So, yeah, man, it's obviously... Con Saka's contract at Arsenal expires in 2023 and the and Mikel Arteta's side are determined to time down to a new deal. It's 2024, so it might be 23 with an extension, an option of another one. So, yeah, man, they've just signed Diaz, but Salah's not going to be there forever. I don't know if Saka can, can, can take Salah's mantelpiece, but you get the point. I mean, you know, Sterling's contract also expires. So, again, it's a silly season, but there is probably truth. They are monitoring, probably exaggerated. Abamian was lazy. You have to admit it. Check his statistics. He ran around quite a lot. I was the man. I was the man lazy. It's not making sense, is it? At Abamian though, Abamian blames Arteta for complicated Arsenal exit and says Gunnar boss forced transfer to Barcelona. I mean, the last time I clicked this, you know, they tried to bring people tried to bring a copyright case against me. So I'm not going to get involved in that, people. But yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, I don't know what people wanted Abamian to say. You know. 
He's not. What do people want Arteta to? When Arteta in Everly comments, I don't know what they want him to say. It's like people just want more mess, you know. They were complicated months, but I think that's how football is sometimes. That's true. For my part, I've never wanted to do something wrong, but you did, which you have to take responsibility. And now I think that this is my past and I want to think about the present. And right now, that is my answer. There'll be a time to talk. Now is not now. And Arsenal's done. Whether you left Messi or left like a coward, unfortunately, because you had to leave through the back door through no fault of your own is another thing. But what do you want man to say? I think the problem was only with Arteta and he made the decision. I can't say much. I wasn't happy and that's it. It happened like that. I wasn't very happy. I stayed calm and that's it. And fair play, you know, it became abundantly clear because of your indiscipline. Allegedly, Arteta didn't want you. And of course, he, that is the only problem. He never had, you know, he clearly had a good fan reaction to the fan base. You know, he's clearly comfortable in London, you know, with his family. Clearly comfortable in and around the training ground with the players and staff, etc. The only problem he had was, it's like when Dozy, was you versus Arteta. What do you man want him to say? What do a man want him to say? Like, Crazy, but yeah, that's that's about me, and that's it, man. Like, shout out about me. Did you say anything else? You know, I wish you all the best. Same way I wish Arteta all the best. It's a shame that it it it, it got to that, but it's a myth, man. What's all of this? This is the same article. Pardon me. I think this is. I can't really tell you much. He wasn't happy, and that's it. I can't say anything else because that's what happened. I wasn't very happy, and I'm better this way. There were some complicated months. Sometimes football is like that. If I had to say something about this, I would say on my behalf, I never wanted to do anything bad. Now I have to put this behind me. That's in the past. I want to think about the present. That was a crazy, very long, crazy day. I was with my dad at his house and I was just hoping that everything would work out well. They called me in the afternoon and said I could do medical checks. I was a bit stressed, but everything was good in the end. It's true that I've not played for a little while, but in my head, everything is clear. I'm ready to play and help out soon. I know that we are going to be back to the top little by little. You know, is what it is. And he signed a, a decent deal. Um, he said, everything has worked out very well with this transfer. We are signing a top player who wanted to come to Barcelona, who made an effort, a sacrifice to come here, which we appreciate very much. Once we have a more healthy financial situation, we'll help you as you were helping Barca. And the same could probably be said for Adama Traore. We were working hard late in the night to finalise this transfer and until the last minute when the contract between him and Arsenal was in, as well as the one here at Barca to formalise this signing. I think we had a good win, a very good winter um, transfer window and that was within the possibilities of the club Barca is a great club that has to win the Champions League that's why I come here I am here to do everything we can to get back in the Champions League and go out and win it I've always had the dream to play in La Liga it was something I've dreamed of as a kid this is my this is the opportunity of my life Barca one of the biggest clubs in the world that's why I'm here everyone is really good when I got here I will tell you the truth I felt really good the people are really good I'm really happy it's like a dream I'm not at all ready to wake up I dream of playing here for a long time. I'm going to work very hard to keep playing as long as possible. I'm going to give everything I've got and I need to show my gratitude to the club. It's an honour for me to be here. So, yeah, good luck. You do your thing. But that's the end, man. Hopefully, I'll never have to cover that. Until messy details are released from both parties about what's happened, hopefully, I'll never have to comment on that, man. D, that's my point, you know. What Arteta can alienate a man, but that's what I've said, you know, and that's why respectfully, I think you and a lot of people, you're hearing what you want to hear because I've said that. I've agreed with that. I've said Arteta can be, you know, do his thing and rub out players. Aubameyang can, can feel hard done by. But that's where I mean, I think because of the club and the over-reliance on Arteta, and it seems like 
not that we're trying to make him like Wenger, but everything's running through him and there's not really footballing men and he's got job security, you know, rightly or wrongly, then you can make them decisions. Like you said, with Tuchel, do I think Chelsea will sign a striker in the summer and we might see a lot of rumours about moving on Lukaku. But he had to play the game because I, I might not like Lukaku. I might be busted fighting with him, but he can score goals. We're still in the champs. We're still in the FA Cup. We're still trying to do what we're doing in the league. Of course, but like, bro, like, we heard Madrid one day, you know, I, you know, one says no to Barca Madrid. A lot of it is PR with a, with, with a Bami and he's clearly saying the right, the right thing slightly, but it is what it is, man. You know, hopefully I never have to carry on with any of that, man. Like, I just, you know me, people, I'm not a fan of these soap opera dramas and all these things at the club, man. I've said it already. I think there's no balance. You know, I you know this hardline approach, slapping off your chest, rubbing out players is great, but I just think you know it can't always go. And I think it all depends what Arsenal fan you speak to. I think there's some people that will condone anything Arteta does, doesn't necessarily support the club, um, and 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 just praise it. I think there's some people that I don't necessarily think are fans of Arsenal Football Club as well that will just slate Arteta for what he does. There's no rights or wrongs. Like I said, there's no winners in this situation. Aubameyang could turn around and say, "Fuck you, Arteta." Man's patting a move to Barca. Decent contract, all these things. But he had to leave like a coward. He left through the back door. You know, he, he was our captain. He was all these things. Arteta, you clearly fucked with him until something happened. There's no winners from this. There's no winners. There's no rights. There's no wrongs. All I want to know is the truth. What actually was said, what actually was done, what actually called the knock-on effect this season. And let's be honest, well, you know, on let's be honest, they haven't had the best of relationships. Again, I'm telling one day it's going to come out and you're going to look at this video and say, DG tried to tell us in a cryptic way. Go and look at around the period of the Villarreal game and how Arteta was handling, speaking about Aubameyang's situations and personal situations. That's all I have to say. No one is right. No one's wrong. Everyone's got dirty hands and, and, and crying that the other one needs to go wash them. It's brazy. I mean, he'd be a squad player, you know. He can grow and do what he's doing for City and Liverpool. Do I think he's ready to take the mantelpiece there? No, but... I can't begrudge them for looking at young players with the, you know, with, you know, what he's 20, decade of football, 15 years probably still ahead, you know, because he busts through early. I can't blame them for looking at it. And even then, if if, if his contract runs down and you get him on a cut price and he ne and Saka never excels, you're going to make your bread. He might have done more for the club than him, and it does, but that's an emotional charge reply. It's not about who's done more for the club. It's about who's the manager, who's the player, and what's the truth, you know? <laughs> it doesn't, it don't, it, it really, it, it don't really mean, mean anything. Like, you know, that's just emotionally charged replies. Like, this is a football trying to do this football thing. It don't make sense. It doesn't matter if someone's been at a company for 50 years or five minutes. Like, right is right, wrong is wrong. If someone, like, what are we talking about? Are we Arsenal fans? Are we loyal to Aubameyang or loyal to Arteta? Appreciate that as a Barca fan. I mean, Martinelli for me should be able to play on the left, right, up front. I see him as someone primarily off that left or up front, you know, and people are told, man, he can play on the right. When he had a shaky game against West Ham on the right, people were chatting shit. They see him play well at Old Trafford on the right. Oh, my God, you mean a footballer can play on the left and the right hand side? Football fans always do that. Fans tried to fight me when Saka was excelling at left back and left wing. Told, man, that man's a right winger, you know. Pepe can only play league, can only play there. Well, football fans, many football fans have never played the game even at Sunday league level, bro. They're just it's jarring, man.
wouldn't say fan bases are, are, are stupid, you know. You can't call people stupid for having an opinion that's different than yours. I would say Arteta has been the common denominator, but I'd say for me, the Cronkies are the common denominator in Arsenal's issues. Man called him an oiled up Iwobi Adama. I mean, whether he wants to play for Madrid or not, like South London has said, he better pray the Barca fans don't find that. But I don't give a shit, bro. Like between Madrid and Barca, that's it, bro. You're not part. It's not our thing no more. Like, do your thing. DG, why do you think Arteta's got the power he has, even though he's got no experience? I don't. That's one thing that kind of jars me because it's almost like, again, like I said, Right is right, wrong is wrong. I'm not trying to rose tint Emery, but it's like some of these luxuries that's been afforded to potentially even Wenger to Arteta is ridiculous. Like I think, you, I, for me, I don't think you can have it both ways. We all know, you know, the variables at Arsenal, but you can't big someone up as a manager. Praise what they're doing right now. Praise what they've done in the past since they've come. Praise what they can be in the future and then not hold them to high standards in anything. I'm not saying man have to win 7-0 in that, but cut excuses. I feel it is what it is. I do think he's putting building blocks and things. I personally feel a luxury is there's no immediate pressure at Arsenal for a variety of reasons. You know, you will only lose your job if you do a mad failure. Success isn't, you know, you're not going to, like, if it's Chelsea, if Chelsea are in our example, not to praise the boys in blue, but if, if we just swap the clubs and Chelsea was in this situation, you know, and they had the same things that, like you know, their season, you know, what happened that in August was them. You could, you know, Abramovich and them guys are going to say, listen, I know fourth wasn't on the cards, but we're going to bring in some players. Or if you don't want to bring in the players or you lot don't make it, you have to do this thing. You know, there's no complacency. I personally feel one key pit problem is it's a relationship of convenience. Let's be honest. If you're Arteta, you've learned a lot on this job. You know, you've had to deal with COVID, bus ups, this thing, you know, wage cuts. Bare things have been going on. You have jumped two foot in. You can't swim and you've jumped straight in that deep end. You know, that's going to make you a better manager. But that's my problem. Is it going to be like with some players? Are we doing this thing for him to be a better manager here or for him to say, you know what, man's learned what I need to learn. I'm going wherever I'm going now. And then we're left in the lurch. I think it's a relationship of convenience, broski, because I, you know, when we're linked with Carlo and 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 Enrique and all these quality managers or, or household names, it seemed like there was a theme. Arsenal calls them, they pick up. When it comes to the P's on the line and everything, they're not on it. Now, Arteta ain't got clout. Realistically, for a novice manager, you're laughing to get the Arsenal job, right? He's got that. I think the board loved that because he clearly does good things. He clearly is, you know, certain things are exaggerated and has some question marks, but he's clearly doing good things, right? I don't think he's able to... I think other managers like Conte, if, if Spurs fuck about... With what Con with, if Conte saying bring players in, he's gonna keep it moving, or he's not signing a new deal. I think Arteta will sulk. I mean, oh, but he'll get on with it. And I don't think Arteta is putting pressure on the board like a more clout, like a more manager with more clout would do. Equally, a manager with more clout, you know, would be a nuisance for the board. And I think the board relish that Arteta is just gonna do his thing. You know, maybe even a technical director would get more vexed. So I, I I don't know, man. That's 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 what I feel on that. That's what I, that's. The best way I can answer that. Hit the like button if you haven't done such already, people. Great question. Arsenal still paying some of Aubameyang's wages until summer, allegedly. Too many are loyal to players and, and the manager and ideologies, bro. Be loyal to the club. Call it as you see it, bro. No one's faultless. We win, lose or draw together. No one is 100% right. Of course, of course, this case is different. But for the very fact of, of course, no cases are the same. But the very fact of a player pissing you off, chatting, and then there's issues. 
and let's be honest, the commonality is they're both, but Lukaku at this moment in time don't look like a tactical fit. They're both shit in front of goal. So even though it's completely different, there is similarities. I wouldn't say Saka will never be sold, but his agent's probably playing games. And that's what jars me. That's what I'm saying, coach. But that's where you're not listening. People are loyal to Arteta or people are loyal to Abamian. Very few people are saying, all right, you know what? In theory, Abamian, boom, boom, boom. Arteta, boom, boom, boom. It's either or the other. And we all know on the best of days, football has become this, this tribal pussy thing, which is jarring. I wouldn't say Aubameyang's tried to look like the innocent party. What has he said? My man said, that's just football, you know? Just get on with it. Like, you lot should be dead to it, pardon me, dead to each other now. You're irrelevant. I do get the vibe with Arteta. He's them, you know, in school, them teachers that just come in and and just, just trying to regulate or like, you well, for my IC3s, you know, you get stopped by police and there's that one policeman you could tell got bullied at school. Like, bullied. Like, he's there, oh, uh, excuse me, uh, we got all day here, uh, smell of cannabis, uh, uh, you know, match the description. It's all right, mate. It's all right. Just just trying to ex exert some testosterone. I get that. But you have to find the balance of making your mark and not overdoing it. Of course, man. The play, the transfer market, bro. I don't just don't get me started, man. Speak your facts, DG. Which sides things dumb? Who is here at Arsenal right now? Abamian or Mikel? I don't know what you're saying there. Don't disagree with that coach. What? Can't lie, man. I don't know what you're saying there, but I, I don't know, bro. Can't blame the Cronkies anymore. Teta's been backed. Better managers have done better with less. And I agree with that. You know, certain... I, that's why I feel where there's certain overcompensating. There's Arteta's done some good things. Certain things we're finding excuses. I do think elements of what Arteta has shown now, I think a better manager would have reached these conclusions a lot sooner, playing, st playing the stable approach, dropping the right players and all of these things. You're right. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it's, it's both ways to it. You're right. And that's my problem is that people try and find, pardon me, excuses where there's none or approach this thing with balance. Nobody is faultless. If we win, lose or draw together, everyone could do a bit more. You know, and I can blame the, I think I blame the Cronkies because fundamentally, if you own an organisation, every time that that company, every day that that company is not excelling the way it used to be, it's your fault. You're employing these individuals, you know, for all we're waffling about Arteta in three years, God forbid, because I want us to be a success, you know. We could be talking about the next Joe Blogs, you know, there's been different managers, different players, different whatevers, you know, Mislin Tat, Raul Sanye. Gizides, you know, Edu right now. But the one variable that's remained, like you said, the common denominator, you mentioned that the common denominator is Kronke. We've done the experience manager thing, the youth manager thing, this collaborative leadership group thing. The things are still the same. I don't know why fans expect Oba to say every wrongdoing most and discipline issue he's had in a press conference. Boys, I don't expect any, man. Oh, 
Arteta's trying to change the culture and he's been given time. There's clearing dead wood and then there's pulling up trees. Selling and not replacing Oba is another arrogance by Arteta. To be fair, I hate, I would say, I wouldn't say it's arrogance. I'd say it's naive. It's naive because it's a striker. The, the question is going to be asked rightly or wrongly, just like when there was no creativity. Why are you not using Mesut Ozil? I'd, I'd say it's naivety to not react and do things in the market. And it's an air of complacency. And for me, you only do them things if there's no real expectation. You know, if we lost, I don't know, if Gabriel kept it moving, he didn't bring in a centre-half for the same logic. I would say it's because you're not. there's no real goals, personally. So I'd say it's naiveties, and I don't want to hear no excuses with Edu, Arteta, the, the board. I don't care, you know, if you tried, if you thought Vlahovic was signing, if you didn't feel him paying Isaac's release clause, which I didn't necessarily as well. I can only do with the fact you didn't bring people in. I don't care for the he say, she say stuff, you know. How many of you have got older cousins and older brothers and siblings when you're ramping and messing around in a room, you know, when you're in your in your cousin's room or something, you're all play fighting, ramping, things are breaking. Your family, you know, your auntie or your mum comes in the door. She don't care who broke it. You're all there, innit? Like, it don't matter who said, she said, what, this and that. It doesn't matter, does it? And that's what I look at with Edu, Kronke and Arteta. On one hand, I feel, you know, they were kind of crippled by Kronke. On the other hand, you lot, no, put guns, you had to take this job. You lot knew what you needed to do. And it's... I don't care, you know. You wanted Vlahovic, you wanted Isaac, you wanted Alphamelo, you wanted this guy and that guy. Bro, what did you bring to the table? Nothing. All right, so you brought nothing to the table. Make it work. Make it work. Don't give us a reason to speak about things. It's crazy, man. And that's the thing. We're clearing. There's hella politics. We're clearing the deadwood. We're out. We are install, installing the culture. But again, it is concerning. For me, it's just concerning how it's come out of the blue. To me, as an ignorant fan, this could have always been there. Appreciate you, Roger. Like you said, big up, DG. Hit the like button, people. Like you, I don't care about why. Like you, sorry. I don't care about why, who left or stayed. I only care about the club. Is it, I only care about that the club is in a better situation at the end of the season. Too many agenda-biased fans. Bro, some fans have made their beds and lied, and it's weird, man. And this is where football is, man. And I don't have any, you know, I've always, I, I keep giving the example. Right now, Arteta and Edu can't complain. They've got, they've seen the weather forecast. It's raining. Rather than get a jacket, an umbrella, or just staying in their house, they're standing in the rain. And I don't want to hear no one complaining that they're wet. You chose to, man. And that's the thing, S. You know, people won't understand there's politics in football. That's why you have to consider every line, or every logic and every potential line of thought. You can't just do the... Unless you're presented with societal, um, proper evidence, you can't just be all on Aubameyang's side or be on Arteta's side and things like that. Common sense is really less common, man. You know, it, it costs nothing to think, though. Like, just think. Always say, I don't tell you what to think. Just think. I mean, make it, 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 it the same way you were scoring goals before the start of the year. This is what I'm saying. Nobody cared because it's happening. If we're not scoring goals, the question is going to be up. I don't know how long it'll be before he beef Saka and these guys. But, you know, depending on how long he's going to have a job at Arsenal, you can bet your bottom dollar there's going to, everyone's going to have bus stops. I would say he needs to be a bit more diplomatic. Maybe he's, you know, seen firsthand how it didn't bang for Wenger. And he said, you know, it's my way or the highway in which I get it sort of thing. You know, I think if Emre had his time again, he would regulate a bit more because I think he had to tread unnecessarily on eggshells when he tried to regulate. It didn't really happen. 
the thing is, it's just much like us on the pitch. We just got no balance, man. We go from someone who's just getting taken for a supply teacher to someone who's just on like I don't know if it's some insecure thing, but just puffing up chest all the time. We do five good things, we do six bad things, we do one more good thing. We're just a mixed bag as a football club, man. Football mirror society, as you say, everyone has their beliefs and are totally rigid to it. Just look at the whole C19 issue, no outside thinking. True. I I don't J, J I hear that, but don't don't set this off. Listen, no C, no C word talks. I, I ain't getting into it, man. You know how it is on the net before they start demonetizing videos and shit. Oba refused to follow the tactical which he has to focus two things instead of one as focus to score goals. Wenga and Emre knew what Oba best, but not Arteta. Trust. Hit the like button if you haven't. What else are you lot saying? True. I mean, awesome false. Now, when you look at the heat, man, Pepe's actually playing as a false now. He's pulling out into wide areas at the, them times there either, either way as well. And you look at where the goals actually started and came from. Is it necessarily true? But if we come to it, we have to. We have no choice but to. For me, it's like, you know, like is it just keep doing what you're doing. I know you're not going to score goals, but you help our young players. Any messing about or anything that needs to change, Martinelli gets slapped up there. You know, and Ketty, you can do your thing off the bench. But sorry. In, even if we're just targeting top six, if we're going to rely on a man that's played 50-odd minutes, brazy. I know they've only got two goals between them, but at least Lacazette can contribute when he's not scoring. If Eddie isn't scoring, which he doesn't do in the Premier League, what is he bringing to the table? I think his general play is improving, but yeah, man, Eddie clearly want to run down your deal. Go do your thing, man. You're going to be 23 by that time. Go and do what you need to do. And at 23 years of age, I would say he's about three years behind in his development, really. You know, he's... he's Probably plays like a 19, 20-year-old. Like, respectfully, Eddie, I hope you can go through that Joe Willock-inspired form. And I, I I want you to go the way, but come on now, man. You know, I can't... In the business end of the season, I'm not relying on someone with five goals in 42 Premier League appearances. You know, someone that's got 18 goals in 75 for Arsenal. That's not bad. And the very fact that you're just shy of 100, leave with your head held high. But we all know them games there are poor. Like, you can console yourself with the fact that, boy, Eddie, in 509 minutes this season, has what? You know, 10 goals, the 10 appearances, five goals at discount the Premier League 2 app. So he scored in half the games. But when you look at it, and it's fair enough, he's only played 50 minutes in the league, no goals in the League Cup. That's him, it's his dig. And anytime you like you saw, you difficult test against Nottingham Forest, can't do it. Respectfully, I would love Eddie to, 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 to be like a new signing, to go through some mad form. And if fairy tale happens, you sign a new deal, you become a new player. But I don't believe in fairy tales. You're not levels. I hope that you go through a purple patch. But Lacazette, Martinelli, that's me. Pepe bringing back into the fold. Eddie bench settings. You know, as much as Arte, that's one thing that's going to pee me off. Arte, I need to see if you're trying to do this thing for Arsenal, for for for, for Eddie. Because what annoyed me is it felt like we're just play, we're starting to play, man, to try, not even to convince him, we're just playing, man, for the sake of it. Eddie can't help us from the start. If he plays his way into that form, of course, play the right team. I don't like this play crash business that we've been doing at times. This ain't Sunday League. No one's paid subs. Not everyone needs to get against a harsh reality, bro. Business end, man. Business end of the season. And the thing is with Eddie, I don't understand it. Carmana playing out wide, bro. Respectfully, Coach Dave, I, I don't care what other content creators are saying or doing focused on this. I don't care who's got things right or wrong. 
I just don't think it's going to work as a false nine because, you know, we're not going to play that aggressive style of football when to give them service. Like, they're going to end up dropping. Like, regardless, you're going to end up dropping deep because we ain't got that midfield. So, the false nine can't stay in false nine area. And to be honest, the false nine, a false nine has to drop anyways. So, obviously, that probably means Martinelli off the left, two degrees, Saka off the right after gambling behind. Have we got midfielders that nine times, ten times a game effortlessly over the top, over the top, over the top? Or we only got man that can do that once or twice. Can't really do it all the time. What options do we have for the rest of the season to make top four with the bare bone squad? Gotta pray to Allah, pray to Jesus. Muslim, Christian, Hindu, Buddhist, any gods, any religious faith, you pray, bro. Even the atheists are gonna get are gonna have to develop some belief because brother, you're seeing it. You're seeing it. We let's just hope there's no injuries, let's just hope there's no loss of form, there's no injuries, you know, there's no fatigue, there's no suspensions, you know. We just we're wishing on a lot in it, and let's 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 wish in it. I don't like wishing. I like seizing the future and seizing the, the 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 environment and claiming my future and things like that. I don't like to do the thingy, but yeah, I hope Balogun scores tonight as well against United. But as for the options, bro, you tell me, man. Probably, but I can't lie. Tavares probably in in a for, more more forward position on the flanks. If something happens, we're gonna get into that. We're moving to that territory. And this will be looked at as the period of if we went on to do certain things or if we didn't, like, in my humble opinion. Arteta should have benched Oba, then played him last 10, 20 minutes of the game. Could have just, you, just give yourself the, the body. You guys still more than good enough to get top four. Uh, we're good enough to be in a fight. We're still in a fight regardless. You know, these are the men that literally got us to this, this situation. So they got to they keep fighting, but... Yeah, bro. I don't know, man. Like, we've made our, you know, at, at this point, you're looking at talisman, you know. It looks like United, for me, I think United are going to go on a run of form. They've got Ronaldo. West Ham have experience on us. Spurs got Conte and they've boosted their squad. I hope they bottle, but they've boosted their squad. I'm looking at what gives us the edge. The edge is the young players. And as you know, young players' form is subjective. And I, I don't feel right. I don't feel comfortable. I don't think it's fair to rely on them to make the difference. So I hope everything goes right. I hope, you know, we use this Dubai trip. The man them get closer together. And, you know, we have this siege mentality of there's, you know, the world is giving us no reasons, but I believe you can do it. But yeah, and then I wonder if we was to get top four, what would happen? I think obviously we'd be excited, we'd play, and I'm not expecting Arsenal. We can't expect Arsenal to go on and win it and stuff. But I think the club, the board specifically, I think the players would want to play in the Champions League. I think the because I, I've heard Jacques, as much as you get onto Xhaka, Xhaka specifically has said Champions League. Even though Xhaka's a bit deluded, you know, man, talk, man, we're talking about Chelsea's spot and Liverpool's spot at a time. Fair play, that's ambition. Man, they heard. Arteta said, obviously Arteta said we belong in the Champions League and Eddie probably said something internally, but man, ain't seen none of that. So I don't know for these lot, man. We'll have to see, man. They have to, let's just, they need to prove it to me, really. Like, and, and you, like, I can't, we support the team, they need to support us. Like, they need to believe in themselves because I don't really believe in you lot in the nicest way, man. What's good, DG? 5am in Cali. Big up to you and the streams. I appreciate that. I can't lie. I read that completely wrong about Cali. 
Ronaldo hype in 2022. I hear it, but at the end of the day, oh yeah, do you know what True say? Smith Rowe got more goals than the minute True say. I don't want to hear about them. You're right, you know, you're right, you're right. But on a serious note, I just look at what could give us the edge. And what gives us the edge is the young G's then. But as you know, it's a matter. If I'm honest with you, when I look a bit like United, when I look at the experienced players at Arsenal, I'm I'm scared of it because as much as we waffle about the future, the players of today help set up the future. You know, obviously, if you learn your books now. And you get your grades in the future. You can be a lawyer and all these things. If you fuck about, then you might have to be a joke, man, innit? Or you, and things like that. Or you have to start a process at a later date. So I don't know what we're on. I'm looking for an edge. I'm looking for... I need my experienced players to stand up to be counted. And listen, I'm a big fan of Partey. But you're hit and miss. Xhaka, you're hit and miss, you know? Aubameyang's not relevant, but hit and miss to be nice. Lacazette, meaty, realistically, you know? Man can't believe in you lot like that. And they're the ones, you know, this is the time, 17, 18 games where we need consistency. This is this is the time we need stability and consistency we, on the best of days, more so now. Now I need for my young, for my players, sorry. There's been games where Xhaka has made it look like Partey might be the problem. Partey's made like it look like the problem. Partey's bossed it and made Xhaka look like the problem. Times they've bossed it together, but it's been inconsistent. It's hot and cold. And again, I don't believe in that midfield pivot. I don't believe in any of our midfield options. I've maintained that from the summer. Um, I've got no sympathy for any of the problems that happen for, for specifically Arteta and stuff because there's no striker. And for me, any problems that I've said it before that we find ourselves in the middle of the park, I've got no sympathy because you're choosing to bet on these guys. You're choosing to bet on this cotton coldness. You're choosing to not bring in people. So you both were midfielders in Edu and Ar Ed Edu, sorry, not Edu, shout out to Edu, but in, in Arteta and Edu, I've got no sympathy. Like, we need a lot. There's always hope. There's always miracles. But for me, I, I don't like wishing and hopefulness. I like being able to seize. I like proactiveness. It's like in life, you know, I like to seize my future. I don't like to just go through the motions, man. If I can claim something for myself or move together, I hope we can. I hope this trip to the bro, this trip to Dubai is so important. You lot need to bond as uh, you lot need some serious togetherness in it because boy, this will be a missed opportunity because there's no guarantee we're going to... What I'd assume if you get Europa League, the fight is for Champions League next year. There's no guarantee you're going to have a fight for that. Teams are going to get stronger. Teams might get worse. Who knows? We might be inconsistent. Let's see, man. We can do, isn't it, really? And that's that's what annoys me as well. The fact that I think it's too early for Arteta to get a new job, a new new deal. Obviously, you can all the things he's done. If I bring him up, but if I look at it on a cynical thing, you shouldn't get praised for doing like a manager should implement a style. A manager should get togetherness. A manager should have consistency in what he's doing. You should know what a manager's about. And especially when you was doing foolishness last year, variables were different. You shouldn't get praised for that. And it's almost like, what has he done? I know you've installed new the ground and all that stuff, but that was something that needed to be done anyways. Any manager that comes in needs to install different things. Klopp doesn't necessarily get praised for that. It's something he did. Pep doesn't necessarily get praised for that. I know I'm not saying he's there, but it's the minimum. You've got to do that. Conte, the minute he's coming to Spurs, what are you hearing from the, the news thing now? Yo, the training's different, hardline approach to a degree. It's enjoyable. Boom, boom, boom. You need to do any of this. And it's overcompensating. You need to do that. You know, it's a results-driven business. I mean, the re I'm sorry, but the results are on the, the the bars on the floor. If these are justified means, again, hindsight, building blocks. If you're connected into the club, that's a different thing. I'm not saying he shouldn't get a new deal, but to us fans, evident improvements, result, business stuff. I think it's too early for a new deal. What have you done? If you got us top four, 
even though I still think I'd still think ah, it's a results driven business. You've excelled. If you get champions, if you get Europa League, that's cool. But you got us out of Europa League, so you're right in your own wrongs. For for want of better things, we don't win, lose, or draw together um, alone, people. So I think it's too early. But at the same time, you know, for prospective players, if you see Arteta might not sign a new deal, would you necessarily football's football? But would you want to commit? I don't know. I don't. I I don't. I don't know, people. You'd have to draw your own conclusions in that regard, right? Life is funny, man. Xavi talked a lot of shit about about Aubameyang. He's his manager now. You know the way about the way Xavi used to talk about certain players. You know, you definitely wouldn't have. You know, man was just putting Mbappe down to physical qualities. You didn't really think he'd go for Aubameyang or 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 Adama Traore for what it's worth. And it'd be interesting because I would thought Ferran Torres was going to be their false nine, really, but it's not going to bang. Fun, life's funny, man. You could end up managing him again. I don't know, man. It is a recurring theme, man. Maybe we need to learn from hindsight, man. We've been hella tired since we come in, with. This is a tough one. We play a style of play that doesn't really help any... Oh, being an Arsenal striker right now is shit. Let's be honest. You don't get much service, you know. I didn't think we'd ever say that. Our senior midfield players are quite suspect. We are applying all this pressure on young Saka, Smith, Run, Gabby. This is peak fact. Would Man City take Arteta in three years? If not, what club would be? See, I don't know. You know, it might he might be different there because he might not have to do all these things he's doing at Arsenal and whatnot. I don't. I don't know though. Maybe they they thought they felt he's rubbed. DG for manager. I mean, you lot would say, oh, all he's doing is playing the young players and signing Brazilian lads. For you, what position in the league is acceptable for Arteta and Arsenal? I mean, we should be winning leagues and fighting for leagues. So I was in, that's the heart speaking. If you don't get top six, and I, I don't even feel like that should be a goal. If you don't, for me, if you don't get top six, for me personally as a fan, if you don't keep fighting for fourth because that variable has found itself, and you don't get top six as well, there's question marks. The minimum should be top six. You should be back in Europa League. If you don't get back, if you do not get Europa League football, I can't say he's going to get sacked, but I, I I, think you've got to try something now, else now. At least he's done some bad stuff, done some good stuff, but come on now. So the words acceptable is, is I don't really want to use that, bro, but for, for, for your question, that appreciate the Kenyans tuned in. Freaky Cyber, what a name, but yeah, shout out to you, man. <laughs> Shouldn't get a new deal. No matter what they say about about Arteta clearing out the deadwood, we needed players. They effed up and it will sink us. It's true. Both are shit, man. United, Arsenal, both are doing shit, man. <laughs> I can't lie. I always find that comment funny, though. Arteta freezes out everyone who was a bit baller than he was. <laughs> Bro, Xavi was saying all this. He can't play in tight spaces and all this bullshit. You see the Spencer and Saliba news. Apparently, Saliba's expected to return. I saw that. And the Spence, apparently, we're going for Spence in the summer. We knew that. Us and Spurs are going for him. So, uh, we, uh, what Arteta should do is he needs to go and get them, whatever pills them City players pop, he needs to go and get that. That's what he needs to do. Or or Saka needs to ask, ask, ask Grealish for a favour. That's what we need to do. Mate, he is not the owner. 
I, I know Arteta isn't the isn't the owner, but um, maybe I didn't. I don't know where that comment came from. Maybe I didn't, man. That baffled man still. Smash the like button. Saka's going nowhere. Let's hope so, man. I like Marcelo Flores, man. He's getting a bit less scrappy, ball retention improving. He's like a Dur Mexican Duracell battery. He's going to have a decent future. Whether he makes it at Arsenal, I don't know. But, yeah. DJ, apart from FA Cup, what good has Arteta done? Uh, for me, and again, I do think some of these, as I said, disclaimer, some of these things you should be doing anyway. Some of these things are overstated. But for me, beyond the obvious, I mean, in, in terms of results, he hasn't done much in it. Back-to-back -back eighth. You know, we've had some good periods of form, but back-to-back -back eighth. Big up the FA Cup and the Community Shield. I, you know, I'd say the cup, them two cups, I would say he's installing the culture. Whether you're right or wrong, I do somewhat like the hardline approach. Again, balance, you know, you can't be too soft and too everybody's friend, a bit like Vengo or too, you know, people take the piss and you can't be doing all this stick letting because, again, I don't think it's good. We're not going to get wavy ballers. So I think there's that. I do think, again, I don't want to praise a man for righting his wrongs, but this year I'm seeing more stability in your defence, in who you're picking across the pitch. And lo and behold, you're seeing relationships build and whatnot. I'm seeing him... I mean, it's, he showed his face a bit with, with, with I guess, when he was playing at Bamiyan and, and sometimes bringing on Eddie. But last year, I really didn't get the, the vibe that he was trying to get results. I still don't at times, but trying to get results because certain men shouldn't be in the team. They make you weaker. Um, but I would say there's no significant things that I could sit here and tell you. Bro, what top are you wearing? Brazil. Oh, pardon me. I hope no one gets on to me. You know, I wore Juventus kit once and you don't want to kill me. Got to have a, a, a hard line with young squads or players take it. I mean, but it's not just young players. It's been the experienced players taking the piss. As much as the young ones were taking the piss out of Emre, the experienced ones were as well. As Lee, big up Lee Judges. As Lee Judges put it out, Arsenal apply for match postponements, then sign no one in the window. Arteta and Eddie do not know what they're doing. To be fair, they tried to bring people in, but, you know, trying don't mean nothing. So, yeah, I don't have sympathy for people that try. I don't think Arteta is happy that he has not seen a player arrive at this club in the, in the January window. But at the same time, as you know, nobody, it's a results business. I don't care about you tried. You know, you had a month to do business. You said that we're going to do stuff. You never done stuff. I don't care if you, you know, you, Joe Bloggs, the deal was done. You know, you, you got him a yard. Everything was done. And then suddenly he snaked it. I don't care. I don't care what happened. I don't care what variables changed. I don't care what dynamics changed. We knew what we're going into. We know what can happen in January. It's a results-driven business. You know the club. You you know your employers, in it. I don't want excuses. I want results. Same way nobody... I haven't got time for certain excuses on the football field. I haven't got result excuses off it. The gloves were off. I said it in, in August and I meant that. I haven't got time for no one's personal dramas. I ain't got time for no excuses. It's either we make results happen. I'm not asking us to be world beaters overnight, but a midfielder should have been here minimum. Strikers a bit brazy. I'll cut them a bit of slack with the striker because it's difficult to do that. But you didn't do that. So if we don't score goals, I can't have sympathy for you. As harsh as it, I can't have sympathy. If the midfield looks shaky or someone gets injured or suspended again, I can't have sympathy for you. You should have brought in a midfielder when you, a, a, a man like Lokonga, where you say you have to overplay him. You've had to, you know, he can barely hold his own hand. He's wetting, he's, he's wetting the bed. And now he's having to hold young Charlie Patino's hand at Nottingham Forest. And to be honest, every game in this little period, Lokonga's looked like he needs to come out of the team. He looks like he's feeling safe for himself. Partey at times has been collapsed. Xhaka has been collapsed. They both collapsed themselves and got red cards. 
now everybody's back and stuff. We're gonna forgive ourselves. And we, you know, we already know what happened in August in the shorthand we dealt. We played dangerous games and you know, we've got away from it, but maybe that's what the club are thinking. Oh, it happens, we get over it. I like to be positively pessimistic. I'd rather in the cold have too much jackets on, which we could have had, than none. And that's what we're playing a dangerous game. So I hope we're not, man. We need a lot of variables to go right, in my opinion. We need a lot. We need fitness to not be an issue. We need the same 11 to be cool. We need form not to drop. We need no suspensions. You know, we need to rotate smartly, but not rotate to, to kill our team. You know, because, you know, obviously, if Ben White, if a madness happens to Ben White, Holden's got to come in. That affects our progression. Something happens to Tomiyasu. You might have to put him at centre-back or you might have to take him out. That's affecting us. Anything happens to the midfielders, we're pissed. For me now, if something happens to Lacazette's peak, you know you could throw Martinelli there and get Smith Rowe in, but again, then there's nothing else really. Because the thing is with Lacazette in comparison to Eddie, he gives you something else. He's a grown man, physical thing. Eddie's not going to do that. You know, Eddie and Martinelli, beyond the obvious differences, you know, if you can't really be throwing on Eddie. What, what difference are you going to get, you know, if that was the case? Or if you've got Martin, Lacazette where sometimes it's not a hold-up thing where you just need pace. Eddie don't even run in behind too much. So, again, we're playing a day midfield. Xhaka Partey hit and miss every week. Lokonga Partey hit and miss every week. Let's hope. We're betting on a lot. Let's hope it works. I don't like hope where there's no place. It's like praying for no reason, in my opinion, respectfully. If you pray for God or Allah to bless you, you've got to not only pray, but go out and seize that and do your bit. You're not just going to pray and do Kumbaya and life is going to change, you know? It's like people that do all that bullshit talk about positive thinking and law of attraction. You think law of attraction is going to bust you if you don't go out and actively progress things and fuck with the universe and whatnot. It's a myth. So let's hope nothing happens. Let's hope. Like let, Let's listen. Let's seriously hope. It is what it is, man. You know, we're going to have to run this. So I hope there's no... All I don't... The only thing, I don't want to hit excuses. This is what we're doing. All right, cool. This is the squad. All right, cool. Whether I feel we should have done this and that, this is what we're moving with now. All right, so I have to judge you appropriately. Because for me, for Edu, you might have, you know, we heard you, you got a deal done for Arthur Mello. They were saying no. You're the, you know, variable shift. For you, I've got no sympathy because make something happen. You're technical director. Where's the phone book? You know, I'm in the same way Abamian, you know, left. I'm sure there was other situations that were, were developing. I see Newcastle and, and Spurs get things done. For Arteta, I don't, I have sympathy for you. I don't think you wanted to come out of this January window like this. But you said, you know, nobody comes into this club or out of it without you. I, Marie definitely can go. But if something happens at centre back, you've shaked yourself because you've gassed up Marie, you know. If something happens at right back, you've shaked yourself because man are saying, what's going on? Why didn't Chambers stay regardless? You know, you've got Cedric. Ainsley can go. Ainsley shit in midfield. Let's be real. Like, let's be real. Beyond being a squad player right now, Ainsley, as much as I love him, he's meaty, you know. But you gave yourself an option. Forget Ainsley the fact I don't care if he wants to play football. That's from from the, the you know the, the youth enthusiast in me. Of course, I, my heart bleeds for Ainsley. Go and get the go and get game time. But the fan in me, I don't give a shit about it, Ainsley playing football or not. We need man in the squad. Whether you get five minutes or to the end of the season, I that's it in it. And again, nobody comes in or out of this squad without you. So whether you wanted someone in or out, Edu, this is what you're rolling with. Arteta, this is what you're rolling with. Cronkate, everything that happens at this club is a decision of yours or is a reflection of you. No excuses. 
You need to get top six. Um, again, if we get top six, it will be a missed opportunity for fourth. We'll sit there and talk about it. But I said, all right, cool. Fans get a bit optimistic and things. I don't feel the club is as optimistic as, and this season at least, as ambitious as we probably are looking at the league table. You don't get top six, no excuses. So let's hope it all works. Let's hope it all works. I want you lot to get it. I want us to get it. Top four and beyond, top six and beyond. I definitely top four and beyond, but man, I dream chasing there, innit? So let's see, innit? But like I said, I don't have no excuses and I don't care. We're 10 more likes away from 200 people. Run up their likes if you haven't. They're mocking it, South London. Get on to them, man. We're 14 game goals away from matching last season's goals conceded, yet Arsenal fans say Arteta has improved the defence. I think he's improved it, but as I once said, you know, we've got to look at the fact of, is it an improved Arsenal defence? And then look away from that and say, is it a levels defence? You can't really say it's, it's an improved defence, but we've still got mistakes ridden in that team. They're still learning. And again, the only mark of a great defensive team is how the first how the striker moves. The, great, the, 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 the mark of a great offensive team is what the keeper does. Our first attacker is our goalkeeper. Why would we be playing out from the back? The whole point is to progress it to the final third, right? There's no point. Why would we be so bang on about pressing? Abami, well, it's not even Abami. And Lacazette, these, Odegaard, all these guys, they're our first lines of defence. Until that looks coordinated, then I feel it's, I personally feel, I feel there's, we're starting to see a bit of, definitely occurs to last season. We're seeing more in the final third, didn't it? We're scoring more goals. We're still relying on the left-hand side, but there's a bit more in it. It's not enough, but there's a bit more. Defence, we've improved. I think, you know, Attack still needs to come a long way. I think defence, I wouldn't say spot on, but I, I can get with it. The middle third of that pitch, once again, midfield. Midfield, you're not going to see Odegaard and even the people in the final third excel until you address that pivot. And I can only... All of us would bring in a midfielder, but Xhaka is one of the first names on the team sheet. I'm not making this about him. It's because he is. You're betting on him. All right, cool. That's your guy. All right. If it works, all right, cool. These are the guys you're betting on. That's what you've told me. So let's see what happens, man. Which player surprised you so far, DG? Ramsdale's exceeded my expectations. Smith Rowe. I didn't think he'd have eight already this season. Hmm. It depends. I, I, you know what? I would say potentially Smith Rowe. Saka, I'm not really amazed like that because you expect it kind of now, unfortunately. Ramsdale, because I knew he was a good keeper. You lot saw my videos, it like Ramsdale and Odegaard. I could say because you saw my videos. I, I I got a lot of heat for saying I don't think there's bad signings that people make out. I definitely where Odegaard's concerned, but I'd say Ramsdale car. Yeah, Ramsdale car. I never knew you. You know, I didn't think he was a bad keeper, but I didn't know you. You was kind of techie with your feet and that suspect positioning at times. But yeah, I'd say Ramsdale. I'd say Ramsdale. I'd say Ramsdale. Yes, I hope you're doing well and safe. M Ray the same. What a name, lovely name. We're missing a trick freezing out Guendouzi and Torreira. To be fair, we're missing a trick because they're not in the team. Torreira didn't want to be in England. Guendouzi and Arteta, again, they were fighting each other. So, yeah, man, as much as I feel there's logic, you know, we've, we could have done with an Ainsley, with a Guendouzi, with a, who else did you say, Torreira. Their situ you know, and I think Arteta hasn't helped himself. Their situations meant that they can keep him moving. If you had to describe our midfield deficiencies, how would you? What would your ideal function in midfield be like? It would be a progressive pass, you know. I'm I think the bars on the the bars on the floor with Arsenal. One player clips a ball over the top, 
we praise them for that. You know, it gets clipped up and that because man can't do that, bro. We used to have ballers that can do that 10 times a game. You need man that can do that 10 times a game, especially when it doesn't work and they make a mistake. I would say it needs to be more progressive, man. I want someone that can, when we're playing games like City, you know, someone that can get on the ball, confident to take a couple extra, extra touches, win a foul, be a bit press resistant, help us progress and carry the ball. I don't feel the midfield in Thomas Partey and Xhaka, they carry the ball up the field enough. I don't feel they're progressive enough. I don't feel they're expansive enough. So I'd say this is it, really. And this is the problem with Arsenal. Man, the coming in, the party is coming into Arsenal. Man, they're saying he's this all-action midfielder. Bro, man's a six slash box to box. Anything he does beyond that point is a bonus. It's just like with Lukonga. Fair enough, we didn't know too much about him, but man is saying he could do this, he could do every player, they could do this, they could do that, the third. Do your job first. Be good at your job first. Then expand and do all them other things. Do what your job title is, you know, if you, anyone with a job, all of us, your job title first. Then if you want to do this more responsibility thing, then yeah, man, go and get an appraisal, go and get a raise and things. But do your job first. I think there's too many grey areas, man. Man become jack of all trades. And the thing is, I even feel sorry for party car. Man are looking at him to do things that he didn't have to do at Atletico. Them fans are going, oof. Yeah, shout out to him. He got his man of the match in the last game. But then after that, we rotated the team and we played good players and won. The game before that was Ainsley in the lineup. He was unfortunate to be dropped. But are we trying to do this winning thing or are we trying to do this everyone gets a game thing? He got a man of the match against fucking Watford or Norwich or Newcastle, one of them where, let's be honest, the bars on the floor, them and they are sitting back against us. I'm not trying to belittle Maitland now because you're right, but I mean, come on now. Come on now. We all remember that trip, that Dubai trip under M-Ray. We came back and imploded. Let's hope this time has the reverse effect. The goals conceded doesn't determine how good or bad our defence is because conceding five in one and then keeping four clean sheets is better than conceding five in five and no clean sheets. I mean, but at the end of the day, end of the season, you're going to see have you conceded 10 goals, 20 goals, 30 goals. So goals conceded literally does, you know, li li literally, respectfully, Bosnian powerhouse, respectfully, it does, you know. It's like saying a striker, you know, a striker's goals don't determine how good of a striker he is, you know. As much as you want to waffle about pressing and and dropping deep and all these metrics yes it bloody well does like you can't argue with i know people like to manipulate numbers but assuming there's no agendas you can't argue with numbers you know i think that's a bit obvious really you know <laughs> realistically but it is what it is you know again you flip that to strikers what's better the striker that scored that's had 10 games played scored 10 in one game and none for the rest or one that scored one in all of them it's all going to say assuming the season finished at that 10th game mark it's going to say the same thing isn't it the devil's in the details, but I mean, come on now. Literally, you like, literally, goals conceded does determine how good your defence is. Come on now. I mean, maybe it's because he weren't getting games. All I heard is him bitching about the weather and all this stuff. And unfortunately, he had his mum thing. It is what it is, man. Torreira's away from the, the tragedy. Let's be real. As much as I love Torreira, one of the videos, one of my first sort of videos on YouTube was gassing up Torreira and Guendouzi to sign for this club. He's a pussy old man. Soft. Away from what happened. I mean, one thing I like about Arteta this season, he's been a bit more on the front foot, man. You know, normally, and to a degree, we still are at our best when we're reactive, like against City, like against Liverpool at home. When, well, away, sorry, where we've got to be reactive and just... just Whatever their game plan is, we got to react. I, I don't really 
see a lot of front footedness from Mikel. And as the first two games, well, I don't even know if statistically those his first two games, but it's just I always say they're the first two games. The home games with United and Chelsea, the way it panned out from our, them two games from Arteta, I didn't think it would have been the case. I can't lie. I thought we would have seen a lot more attacking football and all these things. I'm Alex Song. Nah, bro. Song is shit. Best highlights are pinging the ball forward, which, to be fair, no one could do that. But again, he was terrible off the ball. Arsenal for a lot. Another Rose Tints player, man. I liked Song, but another Rose Tints. What else is going on in the news of Arsenal as well? Oh, William. Bro, no, ain't no one give a crap what William has to say. Guys, still chatting on Arsenal. No one told you to sign for this club. Pussy. Apparently, West Ham won the sign Saliba. And he's going to get linked with a bag of clubs until the summertime, isn't it? Just like Bakayo Saka and everyone else. Or speed another shit man, bro. You see what I'm talking about? Shit man, like... Can't lie, some Arsenal fans love shit man, like... Respectfully, like, you know, certain man, certain fans will hate a man for time. He'll play one good game, two good games. A man has to... They'll spin it and say, give a man a new deal. Appreciate that, Ziggy. What a name. Good morning, DG. Do you think our players have the mental to come back if we stumbled against Wolves? You need it, bro. Carl, you need it. I don't know, but they're going to need it. Any setbacks, any anything, they're going to have to now. They, that, that's it now. This is the reality. I hope so. You know, it's a big test now. You've got enough big games, tough away games, tough home games. I would argue now, well, on the best of days, the, the, the North London derby, the game against United, you know, the game against Liverpool in the league to come. You know, we got to play West Ham again as well. we got to play Chelsea. These, on the best of days, they're six pointers. They're probably 12 pointers because you could eliminate some man from this race. You lot need to stand up to be counted. And what's going to annoy me is if we if we stumble into the top six, if we stumble into the top six, if we stumble into the top six, um, yeah, we'll be happy and stuff, but we won't look at it as a missed chance for full perspective um, necessarily. So, yeah, man, I, I ain't trying to push none of that P thing, mate. I don't want us to push P. We need to roll our socks up, man. I want to say we're finished, but we're frustrating at this moment in time. You know, I can't see immediately how it's going to get better, but and I can't see it. Just hope, I just hope one day it will, man. Seeing if there's any other Arsenal news. Under 23s are playing are playing Fingy today. Chelsea's under 23s, by the way, folks. Oh, is it just me or oh shit? That actually Mwamba. Hey, big up Mwamba if that's legit Mwamba, you know. <laughs> hey, Mwamba, hey, my bad. I thought that was a weirdo still. If that's actually you, you know how it is. People follow shit. You just follow me on Insta. Shout for Brees, you know. Hey, right, but yeah, as I was saying, are you looking at these weird things on Instagram, people where People are atting you, like, the hell is this? Oh, it's not even going to show you lot. You lot can't even see, but you lot seeing that weird stuff, like, congratulations, you've won an iPhone 13. What is going on? I keep blocking them, and... 
I don't know what sort of money correlation skill thing this is, but yeah. Jarring. Shout out Mwamba, man. It's actually him. <laughs> Are you doing, you're doing a Batman dirty. You're doing a random dirty though, man. I don't know why I there's always back about me, and I can't lie, man. Even though I'm onto him. I don't know, man. Don't click the link. Of course not. Of course not. The board's been mugging us off for years. Crazy. I'm a Liverpool fan, but I love Arsenal playing 2000 times. I appreciate that. Do you think there's a plan for Saliba in the future? And and if a loan was a good move? I hope so. I mean, a loan's a good move because statistically, out of all the thingy. I think we blocked him. I unblock him, unblock him, man. The fuck? Can't get... We done November dirty, man. You know? But to be fair, there's always people impersonating things. But, um, yeah, definitely unblock. Unblock, 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 unblock. But, um, yeah, as I was as I was saying before, I lost I lost my trail of four. What was we talking about? Uh, I can't even remember now, man. I can't lie. That took me off task. That took me off task, man. A man said, oh, I'm trying to buy your support with an iPhone. Oh, yeah, that's it with Saliba. That's it. Sorry, my guy. Um, in relation to Saliba, end of the day, you look at the 20, he's played a lot of minutes for Marseille. Do I think he's going to come back? A, like the finished article, I think that's where fans in general need to understand when it comes to this young player thing. Like to be a 20 year old, it's, it's almost unheard of. You know, you, you're not going to be the finished article. There's still a lot of psychological things Saliba needs to get to. As someone who watches him in France, you've got a lot of time on the ball there. Sometimes that can be a benefit. Sometimes that's a curse. His body positioning, his heading at times, you know, sometimes on the ball, when to play the simple pass, when to carry it out. Sometimes he can do dodgy things. Now, these are things you'd expect a 20-year-old. What he's going to come back is, is more experience, you know. He's played a lot of minutes, more experience, more confident. And, you know, probably our third choice, assuming it happens, you know. I think he could be a good player for us. But I don't know. If I was Saliba, I'd be a bit dis... What's the word, like? disillusioned with how I've kind of been handled at Arsenal from making the big song and dance and the private jet thing and his pictures of being an Arsenal fan as a little kid to now. You know, there's I do think at times the club fans are just smacking the club over, the, specifically Arteta over the head with something about Saliba when it's not true. I, I, if he's not going to play here, go and get first team football. Simple as that, really. I, I can't lie, though. A part of me thinks that because of what I'm seeing, like, I don't know if he really rates him like that, you know. I have to devil's advocate. You might say, you know what, you man bought him for 27-odd million. West Ham, for example, been linked with him today. Real Madrid, go and get my bread back. I don't really rate him like that. i got my Ben White here. He, and, and obviously, of course, he's a young man. Going back to my point about what we're trying to do with him, one thing that kind of um, is the fact that, you know, when you're seeing, let's be honest, some joke man play. Like Marie, Mustafi, these sort of guys throughout the time, it's like, at least with him, a bit like with Lekonga and a bit like Tavares, it's, you hope it's not in vain. Like, they're going to make mistakes, but it's not like these experienced men that have been making it before they came to this club, during that, this club, and obviously, ultimately, when they leave, innit? I would say that, really. You believe in the future's plan? I believe in as far as I can see, man. I've, I want Saliba to end up being first choice, bro. We need you look at City. You look at City. Every it's always a crisis for when John Stones, Diaz, or what's my man Laporte is not playing. I want him to be. I I want the best of both worlds. How many times have you seen me say it that I want the best of both worlds in a sense of I want this growing partnership with Gabriel and and and, and Ben White, and then I want Saliba to come and give them a headache. If I had to bet. Unless there's injuries, God forbid, or anything, Saliba's going to be, if, if he stayed, third choice centre-half until something happens. 
with them. You're going to have to do it, DG. His chat's gone mine, but I will definitely clear that up, man. Friendly fire. As a 27-year-old, I've realised how much development I had to go through. I was moving mad as you. These young dons are human beings and they need to learn the ropes of life, not just football. And it's overwhelming, man. Like, mentally as well. Like, I would love to sit down and ask Saka Smith, Rowe and Martinelli how they feel. Because on one hand, you take it in your stride. But as you know, it's very extremes. And what, two years ago, respectfully, like, where were they? And now you've, you know, you're known, you've got the world relying on you, you know, where I'm relying on you because I don't rate your most experienced individual teammates. It's crazy, man. I mean, he's going to need room for it. He's 20 years of age, bro. Like, he, this is the fan. Fans want it both ways. They want someone with potential. They just think you're going to, you're going to play one game and then they're just, they're just going to, they're just going to be amazing, really and truly. They did it with Balogun and whatnot. Saliba will be starting for Madrid in a few years and you think he won't be first choice for us. Someone who doesn't listen. Harley, please, man. It's Friday. Please go outside, get some get some air because you're not listening. You ain't listen. You know, Saliba's not going to shag you, man. I wouldn't say Ben White's scared to block shots, but okay. Saliba will be a good player. I've got no faith. I've not got no, no problem about that. Marseille is a good place. He's at a big club, high-pressure environment, playing in Europe technically. They might even get Champions League next year. If I'm Saliba, I'm not going to lie. I'd think twice about signing a new deal at Arsenal because of how my development, apart from this year, has been handled. Open your ears, man. Bro, open your ears. And then again, when you've got porn in one ear and you're just chatting, it's going to happen, man. We're having an interesting debate and what you you always know me. One thing I hate is not what... Get on to me if you don't agree with what I've said. But if I haven't said something and you're trying to talk nonsense, see, Harley, now everyone's laughing at you, you know? Your man, them are probably... Because let's be honest, I know you don't get things. You lot are probably doing this illegal thing. Someone's probably got their willy out and you lot are moving mad. You know, you need to go and do what you're doing. If that's how you rock, then you're allowed to do what you're doing. But now everybody's laughing at you, you know? Poor old mummy slaving away at work to pay for your internet. And that's what you're using it for. Come on now, bro. Come on, man. Come on. You know it's been a you know it's been a calm stream. I've been itching. I've been itching to start sending for man. Bro, man, I type him with their wrong hand, bro. Sticky fingers, bro. Sticky fingers. Man can't even tie. He's fuming now. He's fuming. Everyone laughing at you, man. Suck him on furthermore as well, man. We should do our signings well or it will cost us some positions. Facts, it would. I don't like loaning players outside of the Premier League, even if they succeed. You still... But I mean, that's always going to be the doubt, you know. I was open to, I would have loved Saliba to go Premier League. I was open to him going Germany, France, even the Championship. There's a lot of lessons for a young centre-half to learn in the Championship, you know. But there's always going to be that question. Can he do it in the Prem? Can he do it again? It's like any striker, you loan in Championship, can he do it top level? Does it top level? Oh, that's that's a fluke of a season. One season wonder. Can he do it again? I don't know if he'll stay for, for, for long, man. I, can't, I don't know, man. Realistically, what caliber striker can Arsenal attract without European football? Not a clue, bro. But that's where Edu and that's going to have to look at it. You know, by all means... We can't go for Vlahovic now, but have your Vlahovic, have all these dons. But you need the same way you found Lokonga... You know, can you identify a guy? You know, I look at Tavares. Tavares isn't, it's not the same and I'm making it sound easy, but when you look at how Arteta speaks about Tavares, he says things like, oh, 
I, that was one that was identified by the recruitment department. Can't you find someone like that? Because minimum, you must be able to find a dude that can that's young that can do what Lacazette does: hold the ball up, bring other man into play. The goal scoring one is is a next one. But you get it? Like we should be able to do that. On one hand, listen that we all know there's a lack of household name strikers for us common fans to just sit there and say every striker we've been linked with whether it's Jonathan David who I can't lie I'm really hot on that one now uh Calvert-Lewin Watkins all these guys are going to carry risk even Vlahovic you know there's always going to be oh he's done it for 18 months can he do it <laughs> Jason you come at the kingdom and they don't miss they can't miss man especially when bro I'm one of Saliba's biggest fans Bro, Saliba's mistake against Leon. Saliba's mistake against... Who did he got to... There's a defo a couple of mistakes on the road this season. But everyone just wants to waffle about the slide tackle about Mbappe. The narratives and the facts are two different things. People waffle about Saliba, Saliba. He plays and then they'll say he's overrated. I hope Saliba will come and have a chance, man. But it's ironic how we have a young squad and people don't understand what the hell's going on. I'm afraid we'll be getting second-tier players slash prospects until we have a proper manager. The club's history doesn't do it alone. True. True. I hope Saka to go back stays as long as he can, man. A death row contract. Ings was available. Pardon me, I hear that, but what's he gone on to do? DG, do you think this 180 million shopping spree in the summer is just a myth? On one hand, I think it's that war chest story that's come out, like, always follows the transfer things. But on the other hand... It, is it too unrealistic? Because I mean, that's only thirty odd million more than we spent last summer. And then to, to counter to counter that point I've just made would be, you know, that was that hundred and fifty mil was spent kind of refurbishing our house, you know, bringing in the spine and all these things. So, and again, Edu himself, I, you know, you can make a case of needed to sign a couple of players, but I wouldn't say we need to do the spending like we did last year. So, and Edu himself said, sorry, that in in couple of windows we not, might need one or two players. Do I think we're going to spend 90 on two players or not? I'm not I'm not too sure, man. You know, probably need some outgoings. I would like four players minimum, two strikers and, and two centre mids. Your plan, you know, your striker and centre mid that start every week and, you know, rotation slash prospects. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so I'm not too sure. And, we, you know, again, we what? It's probably what? 170-ish now because, again, what I have to assume Matt, that Matt Taylor, brother, that's signing in the summer, the keeper, that's already taken out or factored into the transfer kitty. Again, you're hoping Torreira, uh, uh, Fiorentina can raise 2-2 two, two funds for this club. Um, you're hoping, Gwen, well, already committed to Gwendozi going for 8 million, however much we get from Avraparnos. You know, you're going to have to, you, free money's gone out the window with, with Eddie and Ketia. I don't know if Marie and these guys are going to get moves, you know, you Who's really a moneymaker in the team? DG, you doing a watch along tonight? Who's there to do a watch along on? I might. Don't, 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 don't hold your breath though. FM at four thirty though. Young players develop at different rates, man. Man said go for Haaland. <laughs> I love you guys, but you man, rub that one out, man. You know, Harlan's not signing for Arsenal. Maybe when he, maybe when he's, you know, maybe when he's 30 and his career's winding down. Who knows, man? For me, I hope he goes Madrid. Carlo Ancelotti's there again in, in whatever year that would be. 
He says, I don't want Haaland again. Certain conversations get made. We all know what happened with Car when Carlo was in charge of Madrid one time and there was deadline day. You never know. But away from that dream chasing, bro, if you're not going to get Haaland when he's cooling in Norway or when he's chilling at Salzburg, you definitely ain't going to get him when Mandem are looking at him in, 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 you know, in, for, for a move in the summer. When Mino Rinola has slapped him up, snapped him up, it's a myth. It all depends what you're buying. I just want us to buy right. Don't just spend for the sake of it. Buy correctly and then everyone's a winner, winner, chicken dinner, isn't it? Really? Watkins, Dominic, Calvert, Lewin, Lamptey. What? I don't know what you said there, my guy. War chest hype. Oh, just, just, I don't think anyone wants a war chest. You know, all these things. Just spend the peas rightly, man. Just spend the peas rightly. Like, just buy the players. Like, I think many, some Arsenal fans are not humble. But sometimes it just feels we're linked with a man. It can be done. We're acting. Like, we're acting. This is what I'm saying. Sky Sport. I was in Malia. I was licked off the fishbowls. I'm looking like that. My brother is telling me also. I'm like, but I remember the day before we was linked with him, Di Maria and Benzema. He's in the sun. I was like, bro, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get him. You might. Just, just, I think we even tried to get cut. I think the last time I looked at the um the TV that day, I think we was linked with Kabai. Do you not remember when Kabai was, we tried to bid or is in talks? I'm like, see, what? Man can't get Kabai. You think we're going to get Ozu, Di Maria, or one of these guys? Joke, man. Shut up, man. I remember the next day, now. Drinking fish bowls and like, bro, this also thing is happening. Like, I'm looking at Sky Sports, I'm seeing the first, like, yo, Ozil's actually signing for this thing. Them days they are gone, man. Like, we had excitement of a Bamian going elsewhere. That's about it. DG, I don't know how you do these weekly lives daily without getting depressed. Every time I think of our beloved Arsenal, I got a bill of fire. What's that? I, send that to me and let me know what that is, Algerian fire. I swear you not got the hash hashish them sides there as well. I I don't know about any of that, but um yeah, send me that. Let's let's review that. Come on, love for you lot, man. You know, without you, lot, it'd be dead, man. How do you weigh up the situation, Abamian situation? Bearing in mind, fourth is up for grabs. It is what it is. You know, again, it's a massive gamble. Not necessarily on Abamian, but it's a massive gamble. If it doesn't work out, people and we don't score, people are gonna point to that. Who do you want to sign the most? Kareem Adinyemi. If I could, like sometimes I just type his name in randomly, like, and just hope. He rejected RB Leipzig for Dortmund. That's my guy, man. This guy's gonna be messed, man. He is messed. That 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 would be the one, man. It's a shame. Football manager next year is gonna be rubbish, man. Can't get Vlahovic. Can't get Adinyemi. Can't get, can't sweep no one, man. Man said the ball on the free, that would be mad. Ain't gonna happen. What's the time though? One thirty. I can't lie, it's lunchtime, people, boy. I'm going to eat. I've I've I skipped breakfast for you lot as well. You wouldn't have known it. Maybe that's why I had to get onto that done, man. Was it Harvey or whatever his name is? Suck your mum once again. Come on. Apologies, but for the for the for the profanity, people. But some people just deserve it, man. Like some people just deserve it, you know. As I said, I hope everyone's apart from you, brother. I hope everyone's having a good Friday. I hope everyone's in good health. You know, I hope everyone's in continued good health. And I hope everyone's moved that much closer to their goals, hopes, ambitions, aspirations, and all that good stuff. My next stream will be at 4.30 on Twitch. Obviously, if you're following me on Twitch, you can actually go and watch my videos with Giles, with Graham, and obviously with, with uh, Mo. We got them free. If you're on YouTube, then you're just going to... I'm in the process of uploading them and clipping them up and all these things. All these things will be there, but... 
yeah, it is what it is. Again, times you can check all of my videos. The timestamps are in the description. I'm gonna slap the timestamp in this once it's done. But yeah, man, it's time to go get some grubs. Still, last question: Who was more important for us, Alexis or Oba? Oba dragged dragged us in it, but man, see Alexis weak. Ah, wow. Even man, car. I'm hearing the Abamian chants. I'm hearing the Alexis, Alexis baby chants. It felt like week in, week out, Alexis was doing a madness. So was Abamian. You know, his goals to points ratios, brazy. They both got trophies for this club. Might have to flip a coin or something for that one, broski. Let's flip this coin. Tails is Abamian. Heads is Alexis. Tails Abamian. That's it. You look coming. See, that's Abamian. I'll give it Abamian, man. Sabamian, what you have for lunch, DG? Ooh. You know what? It's Friday, man. I think I'm gonna go buy some. Dude, I'm gonna go buy some jerk chicken. I'm gonna go all out, man. Jerk chicken, mac and cheese. Get myself some coleslaw. Get myself some plain. Get myself some yeah, fucking man. Just breadfruit as well. I want the whole shit, bang, man. I want every flipping thing, really and truly. It's Friday, man. Let's do something. You know, we'll skip the Tesco meal deal for one day in it. But yeah, man, we flipped the coin. That was it, man. But Roti would be lit as well. Shout out, I have to do up my beige, you know, my Trini beds for that one. But yeah, even Roti, oof. Yeah, I'm busting out. You lot are making me even more hungry. How have you lot managed to make me more hungry? This is someone that's not eating today. Water, I've been on the water diet. But yeah, on that note, people, stay blessed, stay safe. Obviously, I appreciate all the support you lot give me on Twitch and YouTube. Make sure you're following on all, all the socials. Check out my playlists as well, people on youtube again thank you to everyone who does that you think i just type them in for no reason check out the playlist people on that note hey follow and subscribe on twitch